Hey, Dinks, welcome to Dentists in the Know, your backstage pass to current trends, politics, and education in the dental world. We are dentistry source for honest, relevant information. And with that in mind, this is JB's News on the Go with Dentists in the Know. So introducing to you with all your relevant information, Dr. Jennifer Bell. All right. Well, the biggest news in uh, dentistry over the last week, and a few folks have sent it to me online as well, is that the ADA has updated their new radiation requirements for the thyroid collar. Um, You know, we first talked about this story when it came out from the oral maxillofacial radiology crew uh, back in the fall, where they were saying that the data just did not support the use of thyroid collars anymore for any type of dental radiography. And now the ADA has examined and reviewed that literature and assessment and and has also agreed that thyroid collars will no longer be um, required for traditional dental radiography. And that includes intraoral, CBCT, and PAN. Now, a couple of things that we have mentioned in the past uh, that did come up, there are several states that have come out and said that they will still be upholding the thyroid collar requirement. So just because the ADA and the oral maxillofacial radiologists have changed their tune on thyroid collar protection doesn't mean, and actually I think lead aprons in general, doesn't mean that that you have the authority or autonomy to not use thyroid collars anymore. So... You need to check with your state requirements and what uh, the state laws are. If the law is actually in the legislative piece of it and not just a regulatory issue within the dental board, then to get that changed actually would require most practices or most states to open up the Dental Practice Act and change how uh, patients are to be protected during radiography. That is definitely a taller ask than just for the board to update their uh, requirements and recommendations. So you need to check with your state to find out where the radiology uh, guidelines are being held and then what the state's current best practices are before you start adopting this new change. Now, there was one part of the article that came out from the ADA that I thought was super interesting for all of our CBCT users out there. So I really wanted to um, highlight this note. Now, obviously, Their recommendation of changing the thyroid color use applies to all patients, regardless of age or health status, including pregnancy. But they also kind of leaned back on the ALAR principle where you're trying to use as low as reasonably allowed. And so obviously you want to order radiographs when you're trying to make an optimal diagnosis and that it supports a journey through the diagnostic process with your patients You want to definitely use digital instead of conventional film. And I think this kind of came out again to say most individuals should be converting over to digital at this time because the radiation exposure is significantly less. And this is ultimately why they've come out in support of removing thyroid collars from the lead aprons. We have the ability to restrict the beam size now with the different uh, tube heads that are available to us and that proper positioning should be taken. But here's the interesting thing. Incorporating CBCT only when lower exposure options will not provide the necessary diagnostic information. Now, for those of us out there who may be using CBCT on every patient who walks into the door, 
Um, this certainly does raise up an interesting uh, legal issue that could come forward if you were to look at these updated guidelines from the ADA that CBCT technology in the dental office should only be used in support with intraoral images that are not giving you full diagnostic information. I would assume if you're treating TMJ and airway issues, you could certainly justify taking it from a medical perspective. Um, but just be aware that that's now in writing coming out from the ADA. And so if you have protocols in which all patients receive CBCTs, you might just want to relook at that and make sure that you have appropriate information within your clinic notes, et cetera, to justify that radiation exposure. But that is the update from the ADA coming out to us on February 1 of this year, 2024, uh, that thyroid colors are no longer recommended for our patients and actually increase the number of images that are required to be taken because they typically block the beam. Another interesting development, uh, and I'm happy to report this as one of our other proud educational partners here at Dennis in the Know, Align Technology made a particular list for the year of 2023. It was ranked among the top 300 companies that were granted U.S. patents in 2023. Now, they applied for patents in clear aligners, intraoral scanners, 3D printing, CAD CAM software, and AI for treatment planning. In total, they were granted 158 U.S. patents for the year of 2023. That's an increase of 36% over 2022. And I think we've already seen some of those innovations starting to get some highlight. We saw their new scanner released just last week, the Lumina, which definitely has a more slim profile and more cameras to help us capture accurate information. I think we're going to learn a lot more about this scanner in the upcoming weeks, but I'm sure that's a significant part of some of the patents that they were applying for in 2023. And interesting though, that uh, artificial intelligence, printed orthodontic devices, and CAD CAM software is also included in those lists of patents. They were ranked... Uh, number 270 out of a list of 300. So that's pretty phenomenal. If you ever wonder why you work with a line, I think innovation has to be at the top of the list. A last little bit of information that also came out from the ADA uh, as a total of 2023, looking at the number of dentists per state, there actually was a slight dip. We're down to 202,304, not significantly, uh, just a, a less than a half a percentage point down. Um, but definitely we had a few fewer licensed dentists in 2023 um, than we did in 2022. I kind of just stumbled on the fact that California has 30,000 dentists in their population, licensed dentists. Compare that to 583 in Alaska. And the next highest state, I'm going to go through this list really quickly. The next highest state is Texas at 16,000, New York at 14,000, and um, Florida at 12,000. So that's a pretty big, significant difference between um, the highest state at 30,000, obviously some of the lowest states like North Dakota at 396, but then even the second highest state is almost 15,000 dentists less. Um, than what you have in California. So no wonder there's a lot of competition currently in California. And with that, that's the news. And that wraps up another podcast for Dentists in the Know. 
on behalf of Dr. Jennifer Bell, Dr. Chad Duplantis, and myself, remember that we've got a great profession, so let's make it a great day, dinks.